0: Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit Ramblings Podcast 270. This time I don't actually have much to talk about. I have probably almost finished Dishonored 2 with my first playthrough, but I don't really have a whole lot to say about it, especially since I didn't make any notes like I normally do. I'll just be going off the top of my head, so it'll probably be kind of rambly. But that's really it for this time. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So I have played, according to the save game, something like 18 and a half hours with Dishonored 2. It is my first playthrough. I am curious exactly what that figure is counting, though, because there are times when I die or I get caught and I'll restart, and sometimes that will happen sort of several times in a row before I play for a period of, you know, not getting caught. So I would guess maybe if that's not counting it, Probably closer to 20 or 22 hours, even. So that is pretty good for a single playthrough. You know, most games these days don't actually last that long. If that is counting that time, I don't know, you might be able to blow through it in maybe 12 hours if you ignore all of the extra things you could get and you just go, like, straight to the goal. Which, (laughs) I don't see the point of that. That doesn't seem very fun. I suppose a combat playthrough would be a little bit faster. I'm going for more stealth. Most missions, this being my first run through, there are times when I've killed people. I don't think I've gotten any runs through which are zero lethality and, and zero detections. So that's an achievement, and that's like the ultimate stealth. Usually there'll be like two or sometimes three people that got killed, and often I don't even know how they got killed. So it's probably one of those times where you like knock them out and then later something happens that kills them, or or maybe somebody gets knocked over a ledge and you don't know that it happened because it happened in the background. I don't know. You have to be really, 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 really careful to get a zero-kill run, which will be my goal for my next playthrough. I do like it quite a bit. It is an improvement over the first game in terms of gameplay. As far as I recall, I don't exactly remember how many powers were in the first game, But this time around, you have, at least with Emily, six powers and then six sort of stat kind of upgrades, one of which is a new uh, Bone Charm crafting system, which which I actually like. I think it's pretty cool. With that, you can take apart what I would call lesser Bone Charms. They they usually have like a single trait. And then you learn that trait, and so you can make uh, Bone Charms with up to four spaces, I guess you could call them. And those can do various things, or if you go down the Bone Charm Crafting Tree, you can use a single trait multiple times. And it's by the total number of times, so you can put them all in one Bone Charm, you can do it up to four times. So you can have a four-piece Bone Charm that does all the same things if you're high enough in the ranks or want to risk (laughs) corrupting it, which is always kind of crazy fun. But I usually prefer not to corrupt things. So the crafting system is pretty cool. It's not really necessary, though. It does take runes, which you use to upgrade all of your abilities. So in a way, you're kind of, I guess, optimizing down a less diverse tree. Because you do get access to, like, slightly higher levels of stuff. But you get fewer things you can do. Like, I think I've spent 9 or 10 rune points in the bone crafting tree, and if I had done that in, you know, just other powers, I could have either 2 different powers at the base level, or 1 power that was upgraded a couple of times. So I'm missing some versatility there. I have not tried out the new stealth ability Emily has, and I have not tried out her doppelganger ability, because I'm not doing combat-heavy fighting, so... Doppelganger is really useful for in that up-close kind of I'm-in-your-face fighting style, which I guess I should have gone for the stealth thing. I just did Mesmerize, which kind of locks people in place for a short time, and then I'll just knock them out. I suppose for a better stealth approach, it would have been better to go with the new stealth ability and just sneak past the people. I'll maybe do that next time, though I'll probably play through with Corvo next time. Oh, that is a big point to mention. Uh, This time around, you can play as Corvo, who was the main character of the first game, or his daughter Emily, who is now, I think, in her early 20s. So you have a choice of which character you want to play the campaign through. And they do have different abilities. Corvo, I believe, would have his same abilities from the first game. Because like I said, I do think it has the same number of powers and abilities. So it wouldn't surprise me if Corvo was the exact same as the first game. Except, you know, maybe with... Uh, a few tweaks to his abilities or something. The graphics can get really amazing looking. I actually had quite a hard time playing the game at first because it defaulted to high settings, and my computer, uh, you know, optimizing the settings, you know, pushing that optimize button, it wants to play them all in, like, the lowest or some settings just completely off, which is kind of terrible looking. I I mean, it's okay if you don't mind things looking sort of old and outdated. But if you want something that looks like a modern, good game, and everything is nice and sharp and clear, because a lot of stuff will get sort of blurry and like low res if you go all the way to low, you have to at least go to medium, which is what I'm set on now. My laptop does okay with medium. It does struggle a little bit. It's not the best frame rate at times. But I have heard on PC people are saying there's a lot of issues with frame rates kind of in general. I guess it's possibly not as optimized as it should be. Or there's issues with mouse input lag that's causing it. Uh, apparently some of the posts said that the controls for console had no such issues. So I'm not quite exactly sure what's going on there. Music does sound really good. I'm not going to run out and buy the soundtrack. Uh, mostly because it's just not my style of music. But it is really good. I like it quite a bit. I don't remember it feeling too repetitive or too varied, I believe. In terms of, like, variance and amount of music, it's very similar to the first game. I think there might be a little bit more. I remember the first one felt like it didn't have a whole lot of music. The thing I am most glad about with Dishonored 2 is that the levels seem a lot more thought out. They're a lot more non-linear. I have run around in level and sort of circled back and gone, Oh, this is that place I started before. I just went in sort of a circle, or a wiggly line and now I'm seeing things that I could have taken different paths to. Whereas the first game sort of felt like it kind of always funneled you down a singular path or if there was a little bit of freedom it was only here and then through this area and this area you kind of had to go down these paths. Dishonored 2 doesn't seem like that. It does seem like there's a lot more option and choice as to how you want to go through the level and it does seem quite open to having the ability to do combat-heavy or stealth-heavy, whichever is your preferred style of play. I prefer stealth because when things go crazy, especially in a Dishonored series, you get so many guys coming up at you, and it gets really crazy really fast. But there is the option to do it either way. Uh, I'm not sure exactly on the differences of each. But like I said, my first playthrough, I usually kind of let whatever happen but prefer stealth. So there have been a few times where things have gone a little crazy. Now that I know a little bit more about the bad guys and sort of how to set things up, I could have probably controlled that a little bit better and done, you know, a more combat-heavy style more carefully, as opposed to just like, wah, and like all the guys go crazy. So there does seem to be quite a lot of options there, which also leads to quite a lot of replayability, I think. Like I said, I'm still on my first playthrough. But it does seem like if I played through again, a lot of the choices could be different. Uh, Play style could very certainly be different because you do have a limited amount of upgrades you can do. And there's quite a lot of choices in terms of how you want to sort of build your character. If you were a fan of the first game, I would recommend it. If you are like me and you're kind of always on the lookout for that next big game that's going to replace the Thief series, This has come very, very close. It's probably the only game I've seen that's come really close to matching and overtaking the original feel of Thief in terms of, you know, having a level and you have all these options and ways to get through it and you have these special tools that help you do different things and you have to buy the tools and sort of match to your style. This comes very, very close. I I think for somebody who has not played through the Thief games, Uh, You would be very happy with this. And for somebody who has played through the Thief games, like I said, it comes very, very close. I think when they inevitably make a Dishonored 3, it might even be able to finally exceed uh, the Thief level of options and stealth and combat gameplay sort of, I guess, trinity (laughs) of things there. I do like it quite a bit. I would highly recommend it if you are into either stealth or combat gameplay, though I think it does shine a little bit better with at least some stealth, because if you're just gonna run in and shoot everybody in the face, I don't know, there's probably better games for just doing that, but there are enough options that that could be quite fun. So there's no donations this time. I did get into a little bit of an accident, uh, I guess about a week ago. Resolved that with the guy now, but that did take a couple hundred bucks out of what little I had left. So it does kind of mess up my schedule by a few months now. So I'm coming up a little bit shorter of where I would have wound up. Uh, If I'm very good and very careful, I should still be able to make it through to the end of the school year in... Uh, like June or maybe July, as my now I'm running out of money point. So hopefully things will still be reasonably okay. I'm I'm certainly not at the point quite yet where I'm totally panicking. Yesterday and this morning, though, my car did not quite start up right away. I don't know quite what's up with that. It's like I went to turn the key, and then there was, like, no noise. And it, it's like, you know, if it's the starter or something, it's usually like, and it, like, tries to go. Or if it's like the battery, it just kind of goes and like nothing happens. But there was like no noise. So I don't know what's up with that. Both yesterday and today, it did eventually start up. Uh, you know, after just turn the key, nothing happens, turn the key, nothing happens, turn the key, nothing happens, turn the key. Oh, now it started. And I do remember about a year ago, it did this two or three times in a somewhat similar fashion. I think, though, that did turn out to be the battery, but if it is the battery, it's only, like, less than a year old, so I don't know why it would be the battery. But I don't know. Hopefully it will be okay. I just drove to a location where I'm recording now, and it started up uh, right away. Maybe it's a fuse thing. I did uh, look at the fuses and swap a couple around. They didn't look uh, burnt out. The book says if you look inside and they're, like, exploded, they're bad. But, you know, the the heads, I guess you could call it where it contacts, did look kind of rusty on a few of them. So uh, I swapped a couple. They're, they're still kind of just as rusty. But if I don't have any issues over the next few days, I'm going to assume uh, the ones I swapped were uh, more bad than the ones I swapped in. And just go buy some new ones because I think they're like between $1 and $5 for each fuse. So they're not expensive at all. So hopefully it's just that issue or, I don't know, maybe something with the cold. Uh, It's been super cold lately. Though it's been super cold for many years, so I don't know why uh, it would be weird. And people can keep updated with that, you know, on Epic Fail as I post uh, week to week. Or, you know, in two weeks I'll, I'll probably mention if anything else has come up with that. But hopefully everything will turn out okay and everybody is having a happy Turkey Day today. I will probably put this up uh, in the later afternoon for that. So hopefully everybody has a good Turkey Day time. And if you don't get this until after uh, you've done that, hopefully you'll have an okay Turkey Day weekend and everything will be cool. But I guess that's it for this time. And I'll have to think of something to talk about next time. I don't know what though. I guess we'll see. But I expect that will happen in two weeks and hopefully I'll see everybody then, okay thanks bye! Uh, this time around, you can play as Corvo, who was the main character of the first game, or his daughter Emily, who's now, I think, in her, 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 her. her. Uh, so you have a choice of which character you want to play the game. Came, game, came. Uh, wiggly line, and now I'm seeing things that I could have taken different paths to. Whereas the first one sort of felt like it So. Su- I do like it quite a bit. I do, but hopefully uh, that's not an issue, and people can keep up today. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com/podcast. Slash Rabbits Dot HTML. When you type Rabbits Ramblings, don't use a space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit. Dot com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit. Dot com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbit. Dot com. I have a page on Patreon at wwwp dot slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I any you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2016, 2016. by Eric Stryker, a.k.a. Rabbit.